This is the Making Connections podcast with your hosts, Scott Edwards and Scott Neville. This week, we have a very special guest, maybe one of our best interviews ever. So, Scott, take it away. Yeah, so we had Steve Peralta on this week. He is from Bleacher Report, and he is also a co-host of the number one Red Sox podcast in the world. And um, yeah, he was really fun. We had a great time with him. It was cut a little short because he had another place to be uh, about 45 minutes in. Yep. But uh, yeah, he, he was awesome. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is our interview with Stephen Peralt. Yo, what's going on? What's up? Let me figure out this. Oh, I love the love the uh, background there. Thank Let me you. Figure Thank out my you. audio. It always brings me into like the exact thing I don't want. All right, cool. I think I'm good. What's up, guys? Yeah, it's nice to have another producer on the show. Like the, the <laughs> guest be the producer. It's <laughs> all you need. I mean, it's dude. It's the producer stuff is just like second nature at this point. But I still hate it. I don't enjoy doing it. <laughs> no, I, just, I enjoy I enjoy doing host stuff. Producer stuff's not fun. Nobody does. And like you talked, <laughs> I remember I DM'd you when you forgot an episode because that happened to me like a month before, and I was like, that was the worst day of my life. Like that was. <laughs> There's nothing worse than that, honestly. But uh, yeah, luckily there haven't been many mistakes, or else Jared would just—he'd lose his mind. So <laughs> we've, we've been able to avoid that, which has been nice. So we honestly. did the one I lost. We talked about how awesome Joe Kelly was as like satire because it was after he blew that first game in 18, mm. and then the fight happened like <laughs> two days after that episode would have come out, and I was like, oh, I blew that one wicked bad. Like <laughs> we literally talked about Joe Kelly for like half an hour. We give him nicknames and stuff. And then just all gone. Didn't re-record. <laughs> it's tough. Dude, those are rough, man. Those are like, it's, it doesn't happen often, but it, it, it can be so easy. It doesn't take much. It can be it, the most minute error. And you're like, oh, what we just said for the last hour and a half is yeah. meaningless. Yeah. Yeah. And you sit there for a minute and you're like, I can get that hour back. And you're like, there's no way to just <laughs> un- re-record the, something. Uh, that sitting on that is the worst. Because you think, oh, maybe if I, you know, dive into this software no it's just, it doesn't it's exist <laughs> it's just gone somebody had china has a mic somewhere <laughs> they have it but you can't get you just can't figure it out getting aside uh, they probably do china china probably does have it they, they have yeah. a lost episode but uh yeah it was uh, my favorite part about that was then making our our guy uh red Sox la he does really cool graphics on instagram and i had him like make us like a mashup like graphic of like the lost world the jurassic park episode or whatever mm. jurassic park it's essentially like part two, uh, mm. and the the title is The Lost World, and he just made it The Lost Episode. And it was like the same exact poster <laughs> font. I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. So at least we got <laughs> at least we got that out of it, which was nice, but that was the only good thing. Well, you guys so, make content out of, like, everything, and that's just like – You got it. You yeah. got it. And it. so, yeah, we have a set list of questions that are kind of like – there's like six, like, random, like, just, like, basic questions, and then we'll talk about the Red Sox and fun stuff just to, like – not make it miserable well hey hey red Sox might not always be fun yeah, i was gonna say red Sox, and then fun stuff is separate from red Sox. <laughs> well we're not, it's not last year we're talking about the future i don't want to okay talk about yeah well, the future's fun in theory yeah because we don't know what's gonna happen we said that yeah. last year i know we'll <laughs> just just wait on it yeah yeah all right well let's start this huh yeah um so my first question was, I, I like to start with, we already kind of did like an icebreaker, but I always start with something fun. And uh, I realized, I think you're, I just want to know if you think you're at like the perfect level of like popularity slash fame, because you're not, 
like at the point where you're getting mobbed everywhere. But if you want to be mobbed for like uh, an event, you can just do a live show if you want to feel like the top of the world. And then you go to winter weekend and you're bigger than like most, like most of the players. There's certainly a picture that's like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> I know. I've honestly tried to act like I am like, like Joey Cahuzzi out of the bullpen. Um, but yeah, it was the, the thing with winter weekend that was funny um this year because like people ask us for our autograph i think that's bizarre i mean yeah. we just do a red Sox podcast i think that's a little crazy i go with Thank it you. i act cool gotta act cool <laughs> but i'm still like you don't want you don't want this but i i still sign so we i got to the front desk at uh whatever the 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 casino in springfield the, the dude the the old uh winter weekend was so much better so and, yeah. and Foxwoods, not even close so anyway i get to the front the front desk there and uh these these kids just like swarm me and they want me to like sign bats and balls and everything and i'm like what is going on here <laughs> like there there are times where i need to remind myself that um that we have made a good dent in like red Sox nation like we've like we've yeah. really put a product out there that people love mm -hmm. and it's something that when you're in the weeds you don't really notice it half the time and i'll be leaving fenway and people are like oh let's take a pick i'm like this is this is crazy it's still crazy it's never not going to be crazy but i think over the years i've gotten a little more used to um just the idea that that people really care about this show a lot and um that's why i stay up until like <laughs> 2 a.m 3 a.m like doing content because it's like the people want it so you gotta you gotta work on it yeah that's definitely i think instagram definitely gotta be the toughest part to like just the con like recording a podcast weekly or twice a week during the season that's not terrible that's kind of fun but that I that's where I would the social media just I don't know why you could get somebody else to do that at this point you're the number one show in the Red Sox like no well. I know but I don't I'm so um I'm so specific about how the content looks and and how we deliver stuff that I don't want to just hand it off yeah and um and Jared knows that we've had we've we've you know definitely had some disagreements on like I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to blame him. This is my fault. Anytime anyone else posts anything on the accounts, I'm like, who the hell did that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want anyone else posting this stuff. Um, so it's definitely more just me not really being able to hand over the reins. I just really don't want to do it. Yeah, I've definitely had that too. Not that, we don't even have important things to like do, but I get very particular about how we do everything. Um, yeah. That's the way to do it though. It would, it's better that way than just not caring because then the, the product suffers. Yeah, especially if you did like an intern and it just like completely switches like trends and like every like three months, you're just, every semester it's like completely different like jokes and stuff. Yeah, I don't want it's that. You want the universal, you want the same, you know, the same yeah. thing that we've been doing. Yeah, and Twitter's not too bad. I mean, well, let me rephrase. People on Twitter are pretty <laughs> bad. But, yeah. you know, tweeting like during a Red Sox game can't be the worst. I mean, we all do it. We all get through that pain together. <laughs> Dude, it, it, it keeps us sane, man. Like, if we didn't have – everyone always talks about, oh, Twitter's the worst, Twitter's this, Twitter's that. I love Twitter, and I, I've found yeah. ways to embrace the hate because I think initially when we started the show um, five years ago, I, I didn't even – it was Pete Blackburn and Jared Carabas. They started up. I joined episode 10. Um, and, yeah, they – I think you, you learn early on. It's like, okay, we might have something here – and then by 2017, it's like, oh, wow, we, you know, seeing people at Fenway with the Section 10 shirts, oh, damn. But then with that comes a lot of hate on Twitter because oh, people yeah. just don't want to see you succeed. They want, they want everyone else that's not them to fail. And uh, at first, I was really offended. I would block people. I'd get pissed off. I'd really let it get to me. And then I was like, what, what am I, why am I, 
I'm really getting upset about, you know, Joe Schmo from his mom's <laughs> basement, like being like, you guys suck. I always hated you. Like, but I don't, I don't know. I, I really had to question why I was getting so upset about that. And once you get over that, Twitter's fun. We just, we just BS on there all the time. Oh, I yeah. love doing that. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. And I feel like for me, like we, I don't really do like the tweeting, but I'll, I'll do like, like blogs and like writing. And I feel like I have that, like, I don't care sometimes, but I still have that Jared thing. If every once in a while you see a comment, you have to fight. Like I just, there's sometimes where I'm like, I know nobody wins, but like, this is factually just wrong. Like, this is not correct. And like, I know, like I have you, but I don't know. Michael Hurley last is who we had last week. And he talked about how, like, if you have an internet, like uh, argument, they'll just say that like, isn't a bridge. Like, and you're just like, well, Okay. It's all, also it look it looks bad. If if they're coming at us when we've finally been able to establish some kind of following, we look weak if yeah. you reply to that stuff because then it's like, "Oh, wow, it's really getting to you." And then they're going to start the, the the classic one is like, "Oh, wow, you're upset." Yeah. Oh, cuz it works. <laughs> that gets me pissed. Yeah. If you say I'm upset when I wasn't upset, now I'm upset cuz yeah. like pissed at the concept that you thought I was upset. Wait a second, <laughs> now you got me, now oh, I'm yeah. upset. Yeah. And that I'm just rattled even thinking about those exchanges. <laughs> those, yeah, that's so I hate true. those, dude. That's so true. I feel like like I've had conversations with people and they'll be like, Is there something wrong with you? I was like, No, now there is. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> it's it's, it's like the thing. second you start it, the second they start jabbing at it, it's yeah. like, what the hell was so now you're pissed <laughs> off just because it was unnecessary. Like what right, are we doing? Exactly. It's uh and especially like uh baseball Twitter, you guys probably have Yankees people bothering you daily so like i can't even imagine how angry they could make you once in a while like they say a lot they say a lot yankees twitter is uh not the prettiest place they are 27 championships yada 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 haven't won in years like just get over. it's it i mean the people that go with the, the the 28 rings thing or whatever the hell um it's it, yeah first off you weren't there Right. Second off, it's just it's you need new material. Like it, like I've been hearing that stuff since I was nine. Like like come on, we we got to be able to have some new stuff that we're bringing to the table. Um, as a Sox fan, it's a very comfortable time to exist. It really is. You got four championships under your belt this century, um, and it's the Yankees haven't won in over a decade. Like you're in a good spot, and yeah. I think that's why it's harder for Yankee fans to chirp because they'll pick at little things like that. A lot of them to the in their defense have gotten away from the rings thing because they know that it was like you know it's like Beirut it's yeah. like that's like their mom's mom's dad's dog's cousin's championship so like yeah, that's 100%. that's so it's so far back that I think they do realize to not overdo it with that but they'll they'll jab at little stuff you know oh when when's the Red Sox game tonight oh oh when's mm-hmm. the last time you know you had somebody that was even close uh you know to winning a Cy Young shit like that so I, I understand why uh they chirp but they don't have as many bullets as they used to, and it's it's so good that that's the case. Phenomenal! It is uh, such a good uh, thing to follow, especially for us because like we could see you and Jared just you know get in. You guys don't fight as much as uh, you probably once did because Jared you don't does. need to. Jared does, yeah. It Jared depends does. on the conversation. But uh, <laughs> back in back in the day, it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> It was like 2016, 2017. Like there'd be actual chirps. We've chirped each other on Twitter. And then I texted me like, "What is this shit?" He's like, "Dude, I'm just kidding." I'm like, "Come on, there has to be some <laughs> legitimacy to this." But anyway, I've backed off a little bit. We both have. All right. Uh, I guess we'll get back on track. So that was that was a good time. Uh, 
So hmm. we're going to kind of go back to the beginning for you. How did you get started in media? Like this could be, you know, college or just after college. We're in college, as you may know. So if you want to give us mm. an avenue, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it all started when I realized what major I want to do, which was sports management and then a minor in communications at Endicott College, fine college, Beverly, Mass. Uh, yeah, all of us actually went to Endicott, me, Pete, and Jared, who started yeah. the show, which I think is somewhat known, but not fully known. Jared kind of did. He did night classes, so we put that in, in quotes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... I knew I wanted to do a sports radio show. When I was visiting colleges, I was like, this looks so cool. Like I saw other, you know, I forget what school it was at specifically. It might've been uh, Quinnipiac, but they had like a legitimate like studio. And you had guys that look just like me that are doing shows and like produced shows. And I was like, yes, I want to do that. And a lot of people want to do that, but don't really have what it takes. And I knew that I could do it. So I started up my own show, EC Sports Nation. Uh, based off the ESPN show Sports Nation, because I love Colin Cowherd. I've always thought he was hilarious. I still watch his show, but they had the Sports Nation show on ESPN back in the day. And um, me and my buddy Tyler did that show for three years in college. And that kind of just got the wheels rolling. I think Nesson noticed that on my resume. And that got me, that was part of the reason why I got the job at Nesson. A big reason why I got the job at Bleacher Report um, five years later was because of Section 10. So it's like everything kind of kind of uh, rolled on top of each other. And, uh, you know, that's what you have to do. You just have to stack up as many, like, little wins as you can. And ideally, at the end of the day, you're somewhere where you're proud of and that you can keep building on top of that. So it was – Endicott was a ton of fun. Um, and then, yeah, afterwards, worked at Nesson for a couple of years. I, I always say that we mutually parted ways. They just didn't renew my contract. We didn't mutually part ways. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mutually part ways – it's like it's, I basically got fired like it's like mutually parted ways it's like ah Steve we're not renewing your contract I'm like all right sounds good but I, I really it was a blessing in disguise because I was a production assistant there for a couple of years and it, it just wasn't there's no ceiling there you just keep doing that and I'm like I'm not I can't just keep doing this I want to get in the other side of it so I reached out to Jared on LinkedIn because uh, his DMs were closed which is very rare for him and um and yeah I actually heard back which is I've never messaged anyone on LinkedIn ever but I think it led with some message because knowing you went to Endicott, I was like, from a gull to a gull, you know, I, I really want to want to join this podcast, something dumb like that. And um, he was like, yeah, we're actually looking for a producer. This lines up really well. And and uh, yeah, now we've done, geez, we're on episode 355. So it's been 345 episodes since then. So it's been a lot of fun. dude. It's, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. But the thing that really jumped out to me today is that it was two years ago, we had our first live show at Cask and Flag. And um, yeah, that, that well. feels like fight that feels like ages ago but yeah so it, it's been a fun ride yeah, yeah. We always, i've told it before but like we we didn't we met in college like the first month but when we started our radio like thing was a table with three mics and then <laughs> we came back for and we didn't we weren't like involved we did a radio show but we weren't involved with like the club or whatever so we just did our show and we left and then we left for winter break. We came back and it was a full studio, like right where that place was. And we were just like, oh shit, we're like doing this. Like, <laughs> it's, dude, it, can be over, it can be overwhelming. And when, yeah. when you're in like a studio, like the thing with yeah. Endicott, we were the first ones. Pete, actually, that's how I met Pete Blackburn because he was doing a, a hockey show uh, at Endicott. And so we knew of each other from school and, um, when we were doing it, it was in like a freaking closet. Like we, we basically had a table with the mics and we're right. like crowding in here and like filming on this thing called Ustream, which I don't even know if it still exists. And um, 
And then I go back to, I visited the campus a couple of years later. They had this polished studio, <laughs> everything. They, they had guys in there that I just know didn't have it. You know, yeah. they had the headset on and they were, they were taking the IGs. I'm like, you don't have it. I can you tell you don't have it. it. I don't understand. Like Scott does right now, but he doesn't do that. I, have, I don't have a choice. Oh no, I'm not no. ripping the headset. I'm just saying they were trying to, they, they, I just knew they didn't have it. You know, they were that. trying to look like they have it. Oh, I mean, yeah. Scott obviously has it. Thank you. Thank so there's you. a whole, there's a big that. difference there. There's a big difference there. But like, yeah, that's, um, it is funny when you go back and it's like, oh, so now it's all, you know, polished. Now it's, yeah, now we it's were lucky that we were, we were three months so in. So that was lucky because we got it for three and a half years. Well, now we're in like, he's remote and I'm home right now because uh, we had 60 cases from freshmen in like, a day or something stupid so we had to go we had why to go is anyone on campus what like what are we doing <laughs> we question. did okay for a little bit and then one freshman went to umass i go to merrimack by the way we both do um oh, big big hockey school nice oh yeah um well we were when we had sports um but uh yeah we we were doing fine and then one freshman went to umass Lowell, and 60 kids got in a freshman dorm in like two days which was impressive honestly and so that's where we are yeah. now. I mean, it's just bound to happen. Honestly, if there weren't spreads, it would have been weird. Classes start up again tomorrow in person. So <laughs> we're trying again. And I and the weird thing is, even when we were, like, remote, like, we still had practices. I played club baseball. We had club baseball practice. Like, they didn't even can that for a week. It's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But not surprised. Yeah. No, no. Got to get that money, colleges. Right. Somehow, some way. I think the worst part about – uh. This is this is me going off now. Uh, I think our school is like, yeah, if we have an outbreak, you don't get your money back. What? Yeah, if you <laughs> go to, I just realized this is going to be on the beacon. They're probably not going to love this because oh, they, well. they well, put well. our directed study on the like media thing. But um, <laughs> if we got there in day two, they were like, can't have people on campus. We don't get any housing money back. Like they're just like, sorry, and you don't pay less for being remote or anything. So. We would have just lost like all of the money if they did what they did last year, and, and they were like last year they couldn't not pay us back because it was so unexpected. But this year we had to like sign something, being like you can come back, but if you do, like we can just send you right back. I'm not, I'm not surprised. I, I I would I would love to act surprised, but that sounds like a college move. Uh, yeah. it, that that checks all the boxes. That works. Yeah, that was nerve wracking for me and my roommates, but we're back and we're <laughs> it's all right. We're loving it. Yeah, <laughs> the weekends are different, but you know, very, very I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, very, very different, but we're still here. Well, kind of. All right, as long so as you're there. The next question I had was, uh, and we keep getting off tangents, but I think that makes it entertaining. Um, was there any specific big breaks that got you to like where you are? I mean, obviously, I would assume your answer is going to be you messaging Jared. Mm. Yeah, I think that was the big break, though, um, was getting the Nesson gig. Mm -hmm. uh, because I think that that when you have that on your resume, it looks a lot different. Um, and that's one thing that I pitched to Jared, too. Like I've I had built up a lot of editing experience from two and a half years at Nesson video, audio, the whole thing. So like I knew how to make content, um, you know, from that from that time. It would have been a completely different scenario if I had just like hit him up, you know, coming off some like health insurance job or something and was <laughs> like, Hey, like I can do it. And that's the people in the DMS are always like, yeah, I can help with the show, but can you though? And then you, I ask right. them to send content and they, they don't. And it's like, well, I don't think you can. So I think I, it's funny. My mom knew, 
uh, a friend of Andy Brickley. And so through like, basically through that, I got like set up with Andy Brickley just to talk with him about Nesson, just kind of pick his brain on it. It was at a Dunkin' Donuts, which is kind of very classic New England. Like we'll meet at Dunkin'. Yeah, yeah, we'll meet at Dunks. And so (laughs) I drive there. He's not there. I'm like, oh, damn. I find out I went to the wrong Dunkin' Donuts. And oh. so then I drive to the other one that's because, you know, that the one it's good part about that is that one there's another one like right down the yeah, like two yeah. minutes away. I drive there. I see he's there. I'm like, all right, I'm five minutes late. It's a bad first start. And we get there. We're, I'm drinking coffee. I don't drink coffee, but I was like, he's drinking coffee. I got to drink coffee. So and we're just shooting the shit went on for like an hour and a half. Super nice guy. And afterwards, he was like, yeah, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do what I can for you. This, this was good. <laughs> And, and so he then talks to um, Brian Zicello, who's the producer of Bruins games, and they had an opening for a, a, a PA spot. So that's, that's kind of how I got into Nesson. And when you get that call, it's like, oh, damn, because I've spent my whole life trying to work for like Nesson or yep. like one of these companies. And there's not many in New England. It's basically Nesson or Comcast. And I did my senior uh, internship at Comcast Sportsnet. So I was like, if I don't get hired there, it's really just nesting. Like we're down to like yeah. one or else I'm going to have to move out of here. But um, so I think that I would say that was the big break because after that, everything is just kind of piled on top of that. Yeah, that's definitely how we, we always felt like um, we have enough ability to like do the media writing. We're definitely like writing is like something I know we're both good at. And he finally, he got nesting last year. And um, so he's got that covered. And I got this United Way, like NFL partnership thing this semester, which uh, is interesting because I went from like being like, I know I have skill, but I can't like prove it on paper. And now like, like yesterday, because I work at the worldwide thing, since it's remote, I work at like the corporate place, um, even though it's just Zoom. And they had at me as an intern, they're making someone from a, like the local United ways of NFL teams report to me about like stories. And I was like, so some like 36 year old that has to deal with me and be like, he has to send a report <laughs> to my desk and I'm going to be able to be like, this wasn't good enough. Do it again. I might just see how far I can take it. You know, there's something to make, fake it till you make it. There's, there's, yeah. there is something in there. Like, I, I don't, I don't like when people embrace it as like their motto. It's like, all right, well then you're just full of, full of shit. But like, yeah. if you can, if you can at least find your spots, we were like, yeah, nope. I am that. I am me. <laughs> they were like, good. they CC'd me and they were like, yeah, like, just so you know, like you're going to report to the, like, if you have anything to report, cause I write for, and they're like, send it to this guy. And I was like, yeah, dude, get on it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you better send this. If yeah. you don't, you're in trouble, buddy. You're just like saying that from your dorm room. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what's happening. Like, I'm just like, hey, man, by the way, you're going to do my homework. And if you don't, the next guy will. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. And you're going to be in trouble, buddy. Let me tell you. Uh, no, seriously, that, that is, there is an element of that that's very important. I think acting like you know what you're doing, even if you don't, is super important. And then knowing the right people to ask how to do the thing is also very mm-hmm. important. Like, there would be times at Nesson where I'd get an assignment from one of the producers be like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I got that. I got, I know how to do that. They're like, you know how to do this. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Immediately I run back to one of the edit bays like, yo, how the hell do I do this? <laughs> and, but you then realize how to like play, not play the system, but you realize how to like play that game. Yeah. And it's not easy, but once you get the hang of it, it's like, oh, okay. Like if I don't right. know something, I'll figure out how to do it. And then that becomes a skill. You just got to mm-hmm. rack up as many skills as you can. And, and that helps a lot. Yeah. I mean, 
as, as someone that, you know, I work, as he said, I intern at Ness and that still happens. You can tell, you can tell when people yeah. are like running to the back, like, Hey, how do I do this? Like, and I think for that station, especially like, I can't even imagine the stress you guys were, you were under because like you said, it's Comcast or Nesson. And to me, I think Nesson's above Comcast. Sorry, Comcast. Uh, I don't yeah. even know if they're Comcast anymore. I don't know. Yeah, they're now they're like NBC. They yeah. changed their name every like two years. Yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> I mean, NBC Sports Boston has Nesson beat in terms of like personalities because they can right, actually like absolutely. speak their mind. Yes. Nesson, I'm sure they, they're in a, they're kind of cornered because they're 80% owned by the Sox, 20% by the Bruins. Yeah. Um, so everyone they have on there is like, you know, go Red Sox. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean the pre and post is great. I'll give I'll give TC and them credit. Lions, uh, Jim Rice and um, Eckersley. Anytime he hops on, like love Eck. They keep, oh. they keep it real. And mm. and TC, I'll give him a, like he's been there for twenty five years, yeah. but he still will get on him if he needs to, and that that's good because some of the other shows, it's just you know, yeah. all right, the, your favorite team did a a cool thing. Watch it after the break. Like come on, like the Red Sox suck. All right, like can we just acknowledge <laughs> that they're right. terrible? Yeah, I, I think the hard to your content but like the whole you guys when you do the whole like com- talk about the commercial preview for the series when we're like those are like when we were like 0 and 11 versus the yankees and they were like red Sox, yankees rivalry renewed will the red Sox go completely defeated against the yankees in 2020 yeah, tune exactly. in first pitch at 9 p.m like what it's i i love doing those because like I would love to meet the guy, by the way, the voiceover mm-hmm. guy. Because, oh, like, yeah. it's not always, like, one – it's not always, like, Adam Pellerin or my boy Emerson. Like, it's not always Ness and Talent. Like, I think they do have some guy come in, Red Sox, Yankee. Like, it's – I lose it. I Emerson absolutely lose my mind. Right? Emerson is the coolest dude oh, on the planet. Like I, I would I would marry him. I've said as much to his face. I, I'd marry the dude in a heartbeat. He just got a new puppy, and it, it's oh, a yeah. great oh, puppy. I see that. Um. Yeah, Emerson's I, – I can't speak higher of Emerson. He's amazing. But I, there are a lot of people – that's the thing about Nesson. Like, yeah. there's, there are higher-ups that I despise and producers that I hate. But there are so <laughs> many there are so many workers there that I love right. that yeah. work their ass off mm-hmm. and that just eat, just eat the shit yeah. and, and just take total shit from the directors, the producers, and they just do their job. And I love that. So those people I, I definitely tip my hat to. Yeah, Emerson, uh, first time I ever worked with him, it was his first day in for uh, After Hours. Mm. Or what's the, is that the name of the new show? Yeah, yeah, after us, yeah him and him yeah. and Sealy. Yeah, he comes right up to me. He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" I was like, "I should be doing this to you, but I know. I'm doing great." Yeah, he's uh, he's awesome. And yeah. uh, I think the hardest thing in turning at Nesson was when Mookie got traded, because yeah. like I did my best to be this goody two shoes person, but uh, <laughs> it, it was not it was not easy. It was days like cool. dude. Days like that are rough because everyone's trying to act like we're all good and we're you know we're professionals. We're we're all in the sports media world. It's like no, I'm heartbroken. The best <laughs> player the Red Sox have ever had just got traded. Like come on. And you have to somehow like highlighted in a positive way and then deal with the the comments are still not filtered. So that must be fun. Ah, uh, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> just like stuff. look how good they they made a really good Jeter Downs. Oh. <laughs> uh. I do love Verdugo. I love Verdugo. Yeah, so like yeah, that, no, he's cool. He had one of the best averages in baseball. So shout out to Verdugo. I hope yeah, he's here for a while. And Mookie Betts had one of the best years in baseball, but whatever. Yeah, he whatever. Almost too it's all hard. good. That <laughs> like he's just that he was diving too much when we that sp- season didn't deserve that effort. Dave <laughs> that body for like a year that we could compete. I know, and when there's maybe some fans there, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so if there was one tip you would give to someone attempting to get into the industry of sports media, uh, what would it be? Uh, you can never stop working. I, ever since I graduated, I have not stopped working. Whether I, I initially after college, I was still working at Be Good. Uh, so shout out Be Good, great burgers. Yeah. And it's all like real meat and all that, all that garbage. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, you got to just grind nonstop. I think there's a lot of people that want to be in this industry, but don't have what it takes. They really don't. And I'm honest with a lot of people where they, where I'm just like, I don't know if you're going to be, you know, putting the hours in. I've given up right. a lot of my social life, a ton over the last seven, eight years. And you have to be able to do that if you want to do anything and want to make a dent. We also lucked out because we were really putting a ton of hours in before podcasts were as popular as they are now. I, I think mm -hmm. in 2015, it was a different story. Yes, yeah. they were like gaining steam, but we have the second, you know, uh, longest active podcast at Barstool. It's, yeah. it's us and KFC, KFC Radio and then us. And so it's like Barstool's known for podcasts now, but we were doing these before, you know, that was really a thing. So you got to just be able to grind and be, be ready to adapt because things change so quickly. I remember I made an Instagram early in 2016 for the podcast and Pete went, why the hell did you make an Instagram for the podcast? It doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, no, this will make sense. <laughs> this, this will, this will make true. sense. And even if you don't fully know why it will, just to try to get ahead of stuff, um, it, it'll only benefit you. So basically be ready for anything and never stop working. Like I, I'd be doing promos on Thanksgiving. So right. you, you, you got to be doing stuff at all hours, um, mm -hmm. which isn't for everybody. And that's, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough industry. For them. Yeah. It's we always going like the wrong. We, we were early, like we were 27. We met in 2017, which made it tough. I felt like I was on the wave of podcasting early enough. You guys were definitely the first show I listened to, but like I was, I was early enough that I think we could have made it. I just think by the time we, cause that first semester we, you talked about having it. We just didn't like, we knew we could, but that first time at a mic is, is not the best. Ooh. It's scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. I didn't want to talk into the mic. I remember we were in Pete's mom's basement and I'm like, like test. Like I, like I didn't even want to like, like get near the mic. Right. And then after time you just, you get better at it. You got to put the reps in. We didn't know how to fill an hour, so we started with a fantasy football show in the fall. And to yeah. fill an hour, we so read stats. <laughs> like we just so were like, we was with the top ten quarterbacks, and then we were like, we did it. Like <laughs> we made it for an hour. But you got but, it. Like that's what you got to do. You if if you aren't yeah. doing that, then it's just not gonna work. Like if you aren't like putting in the hours of like, okay, well this part we did sucked. Uh, this part, there could be something there. Let's dig a little deeper there. If you're not doing that, then you, then you have no chance. So that, that is the right thing to do. Yeah. We just, I think we were a little late because of that. Like if we had been developed by the first day we had met in college, I think we might've had a chance, but it's just, we were at a point where it was like, okay, we got like 20 views this episode. And then Devin mm. McCourty's like, I'm going to do a podcast. And I'm like, don't. Why? <laughs> You're the captain of the Patriots. We're fine our job. Any anytime the athletes do it, it's like, oh no, we're not. I mean, we we can't compete with athlete followers. Come on. Yeah, and then like Damian Lillard is like, we're gonna do it, and it's like, why? Don't stop. I know. Like that's not fair. This is my it's, thing. Like, <laughs> it's too much. It's too and, much. They're trying. They're trying to steal our platform. It's too much. Yeah, so we, we're doing this instead of our show. We did it for like three years, but. There was just no way to grow, I feel like. for We tried to get guests for a while, and that's also something you have to learn. Uh, we interviewed – first person I interviewed was Dallas Braden. Um, <laughs> what a crazy person. He is so – he's nuts. 
it was Dallas Braden fashion. So we were planning to do all these interviews like this. Actually, this was like an hour and a half's notice, but we've done this enough <laughs> that we're good. Um, yeah. I had never done an interview, so I didn't even have the baseline of oh. questions. And what happened was we were obviously going to do it together. I reached out to him. He responded to me in three minutes and was like, I'm in. And then he was traveling to spring training. And I didn't hear from him for a few days. And then I, he just was like, hey, sorry. Like, I just got back. I got to Arizona. Like, I'm free today. And I was like, what time works? And he was like, you can call me now. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and, and so Scott wasn't with me because I was just in my dorm. I called him. I don't think you answered. And I was just like, guess I'm, I'm doing it. Like, this is yeah. me. And I had no questions. And I just went for it. And it was so bad because – as you know, Dallas likes to talk, and I cut him Ooh, off yeah. four times because I thought he was done, and then he would just yep. – it was a phone, no Zoom, so I couldn't see him. Mm. And then when we did our first one, we did, our first one was Fourier together, and oh. it was oh. – Just mad. He bashed us. <laughs> he bashed <laughs> us bad. We asked he's, a question. He's, he's something else. We asked a question, let him answer, asked the next question. Had no personality. It was like a monologue. Like, it was just like – But here's the deal, though. You need those. Like, I feel like everyone always gets down on a bad interview. I'm trying to think of, like, the worst one we've had. I probably shouldn't say it. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm trying to think if anything comes to mind. Um, No, I mean, most of them – well, granted, people know – like, the people we're interviewing kind of know who we are now. Yeah. Right. Um, or, de- or definitely do so it's like they that's they know what to expect I feel like if you get somebody that's kind of unexpected of what what's going to happen then it's a little different but um, to that point with Dallas I did that with Tom Verducci I used to I don't know if you remember the section Steve podcast but I used to just do my own show just for to get reps and right. I would just post it on the section 10 account yeah. and it was I did Verducci Robert Flores and um, uh, why am I blanking on his name uh, MLB tonight um, Oh, God, this is bad. He's on there with Pedro a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm turning on a blank now too. Oh God, this I'm. I know I'm his so, name, but I like. I'm, I'm so upset. upset at myself because I love him. I clearly love yeah. him so much. I forget his name, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like the Verducci one was really last second, and and I was you just you just got to do it if you get that under yeah. your belt, then you can build off of that and and it'll work out. Did Brian Kenny was that? Oh, not Kenny. No, it was. Uh. Um, I'm gonna get this. There's no way I'm not. I'm not getting this. That was the guy I was just, thinking of. Just because. Yeah, uh, me too. That's and. But I think I know the other guy is talking about. I just can't remember the name. Oh, that's annoying. It's, uh, oh my god, where is this? <laughs> looking no, I'm, right gonna, I'm gonna get this. Yeah, I'm gonna get yeah. this. You can't continue get without this. getting it. Greg Amsinger. Greg Amsinger. Greg Amsinger. There we go. There we go. Met him, met him at a at Hall of Fame weekend for Griffey. And was like, yo, you got to, I was like, you got to come on my podcast, man. You got to come on the show. And I, at that point, I was like, I'm not going to tell Jared. I'm just, I'm just going to do this interview myself. <laughs> and then, because I, I needed to get reps. We right. hadn't done many interviews, like, uh, if all, if, if, I don't think we did any interviews at that point. The first one was Robbie Ross Jr. So that, that Legend. helps a lot. You got, you got to get him under your belt and, and then you'd be good. Wish I could say my first one was Robbie Ross Jr. That's kind oh, he's of the best. impressive. Yeah. He, he's the yeah. coolest. He's we had a good run sophomore year trying to get guests. We had uh, we have Drellick, um, who doesn't answer me anymore, but we had he doesn't he, he went underground, I'm telling you. I wanted Evan, to get him Evan Drellick. He was willing to do the podcast for a ten views, knowing the situation. But when I was like, Hey, I have a directed study, 
most people are more willing to do that. Yeah. And he was like, now I can't respond. But we had <laughs> Braden. He had, uh, he's not replying to anybody since the, since the Red Sox investigation. Um, yeah. And, you know, since that, since that came back with like nothing, no wrongdoing. He's like, okay, let me, uh, let me hide for a little bit. I got the Astros. So he went one for two and investigations. He got the Astros. So that worked out to his benefit. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Drellick at one point was the, the, uh, the, leader, the right? guest we had on most, most often. He, he was like a four timer and then he just disappeared when the investigation happened. Unfortunate. For us, it's Anthony Decomo, who's a Mets guy that always answers us. Uh, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, most of, most of them are cool. Like, we yeah. had basically all the Boston media guys on. I, not a lot of issues, really. They all want to hop on and, and chat. Jeff Passan was responding to me, and then he just stopped this week. I don't know what happened. Dude, megaphone balls. That's, yeah. he's, uh, Jeff's, Jeff's awesome. He's, he was he's in. I think he's guest of the year, honestly, if you ask me, because we just call him at random times That's and he so just funny. answers every time. Yeah. Yeah, I love <laughs> it, that. <laughs> it was like it was like 10 p.m. on his birthday. We didn't even know it was his birthday, and he's just like, "What's up?" I'm like, "Damn, he's ready to go." But he always knows that we're just like on air. Like, like it's not like Jared just calls him at 10 to be like, "Hey, man, <laughs> you know what's going yeah. on?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I guess I guess what you could. Uh... Oh, what happened to my thing? One second. Oh, okay. I'm good. I cut out. That's my bet. Um, so I know, I know you, uh, you're a bleacher report now. Mm. What this is going to sound, this might sound bad on my part, but like, what is your like main role? Like, what do you, what do you do for bleacher report? Cause I know it's a lot, mm. but I just, yeah. I, I would like to know exactly what. Very, very common question. So basically when I started at BR, I was working on the app team as a programmer. So we would okay. send all the alerts out, um you curate the app you basically put the app in the position that it's like we wanted it to be the only thing a sports fan would need to get any news on any of their teams and that takes a lot of time to do and did I love doing it not really uh but it paid the bills it it was it definitely worked and I got to live in New York City which was awesome um and as time has gone on I've taken on a lot more responsibilities my main one now is leading our AMAs um which is so much fun I love it like I get to interview, I think we have a DJ Khaled interview coming up. I got to talk to Dwayne Wade, uh, George Kittle, um, Sean White. Uh, there's just a lot of, like, every week you ne- there could be anyone in the sports world from, like, any time. And it's like, hey, we got an AMA with them. And so we try to pitch it in a way where we can get the alert out to millions of people, have them then ask questions. I then interview the athlete. And I love it. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. And we get, we get quotes that then go viral and that, like, you know, that we tweet that get tons of retweets and then it, it, it just it goes off from there so that's the main thing i'm doing now um but yeah which is a lot easier to describe because like early on i was like i'm just like you you do a bunch of little things kind of like at nesson when you're a pa you do a bunch of little things but like it's hard to describe unless you're in the building like what that means um because you're kind of using like br logic or nesson logic and it's not you know that it's just different if you then try oh, to yeah. explain it <laughs> yeah oh, so yeah. <laughs> so it was it's definitely a lot of responsibility but I love doing it. Our AMAs are, are awesome. And we get these people in an environment where um, similar to what we try to do for the podcast, which is like getting them answering questions that they wouldn't normally answer. And I know I'm, I'm very good as an interviewer. Now you have to know what you're good at. I feel like people always get worried about like saying they're good at stuff. Like it would be Mm -hmm. cocky. Like I know I'm a good interviewer Mm -hmm. and that's why the product is then better than it would be with insert other person there. So um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It really has been a lot of fun. And then combining that with the podcast, 
is a lot, but it's way easier in the offseason. Only one show in the offseason makes it a lot easier. Yeah, and the players aren't playing, so you can kind of get them a lot more. Yeah, yeah we got Martin Perez coming up. Um, that he Perez was great. He was he's, he, he basically – so this, this is breaking news. All right. mm-hmm. He says F the Yankees on the podcast. I couldn't believe it. Really? could not believe it. I was stunned. And it ha- we didn't even ask him a Yankees question. <laughs> and, and he's like, F the Yankees. And I was like, whoa. Um, so I, we, all looked, for life. we all looked at each other like, what? <laughs> so, oh, but he was great. He, I need him here. Like, he's so good for content. Um, and he just gets it. Like, yeah. even if he went out there and got shelled, I respect him. Because then on Twitter, he's like, Boston, I, I know have it tonight. Like, <laughs> I, I, I need the pitch better for you. Like, that is all we ask. It's oh, yeah. like basically the opposite of price of David Price <laughs> is all we ask. True. Was he not the most surprising guy to be the content guy? Because like when he was tweeting out, he had a start, like people post on Instagram for their high school starts. It'd be like seven o'clock on this field, be there. Oh. Like he is like a, like he was to me like a fourth pitcher, like before. And I was like, on the twins and I was like, what a random guy to just be like the man with and his career era, like stunk. He, he, but so there was really no reason to think he was going to be good at all. No. Um, but no, he, he embraced, you know, us and everybody on Twitter immediately. And we're like, this is our guy. We're like, we're riding for this guy. So that, that was, that was awesome. But um, I actually, I, I actually do have to hop to another pod if that's all good with you guys. Um, yeah. yeah. No worries. This is, if you have any more questions, I can answer them right now though. All right. Um, got one more, one more. Yeah. Uh, you know, Scott, you go, you go, you got one. Okay, yeah, I'm just. This one's just fun. Um, my question is, what's your perfect Red Sox offseason? Because there this could go. go a lot of ways. Perfect Red Sox offseason. Uh, Cora comes back. They yeah. add pitching. They extend. I, I'd be fine with it, but he only wants to sign a one-year deal, so it's like I don't love that. Yeah. Um, Weird. Yeah. Extend Devers. And uh, beef up the bullpen a little bit. And then I, I assume JD's. I assume JD's back, and yeah. it would be physically impossible for him to be worse than what he just did this year. <laughs> He's not getting twenty million in the open market right now. Uh, not even close. Not even close. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Hey, thank you for coming on. Like, yes. Show last minute, <laughs> and uh, we didn't. We didn't have a show for last week, and like we we needed one this yeah, week. We so. appreciate it. More yeah. Than you yeah. Know. Mike I got Giardi you guys. Blew us off. Yeah, dude, dude, Giardi. I was gonna say good guy, but not after hearing he blew you off. I mean, that's that's tough. He was I always nice him. to me. <laughs> I don't, real quick, I don't understand what people answer when I the initial DM, which you don't have to answer, and then won't the follow up. It makes no sense. One thing I'll always advise though is that if you're a pest at the right level, it's mm-hmm. respected. Like if I, because sometimes I will miss a DM, and then if you just yeah. send another one, being like, hey, just reaching out again. People respect that because if, if then if they don't get back to that, it's like, all right, well, I tried, you know, then you, yeah. you did your part. All right, I got, I, I got one yeah, 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 yeah. What do you got? What do you got? How do we keep contact with Jared? Because I have been told he would do a podcast with us, he has been told he'd do a podcast with us. We are struggling to get him on this. Show. He does what I just said, which is respond initially, <laughs> yes, exclamation point, down, and oh, what day disappears <laughs> so with jared i can't blame him because he does oh he's busy. he does a lot he does a lot of yeah. shows right and so he will hop on shows i think you just got to hit him up you just got to kind of remind him okay and then he'll see it because even when I, i'll text him and i don't hear for two days so it's like, like there's oh, so i would say just normal. keep just keep yeah. hitting him up 
keep hitting him up and he'll get back to you i'm sure but no he's he'll do it if he said he's gonna do it he'll do it all right I, i'll just keep at it yeah <laughs> i should message pass him one more time because i hit him up oh he absolutely responded. message him again be like megaphone balls come on now because he responded <laughs> twice and then he was like this week he said he could do it he's like wait till i get in a hotel away from my family so that like kids aren't around and stuff yeah. i was like okay thursday i was like what day he was like i'll let you or he was like um said something like we'll figure it out and I was like, what about Friday? And he just didn't respond. And then I, today, yesterday, I was like, anytime. Yeah, so busy. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> if you keep hitting him up, he will. I promise right. you he will. I just don't like to do that. Yeah. No, I know. I hate I, it. Jared's going to hate me by the end of this. I'm, I'm no. done for him. <laughs> keep it polite enough. He won't hate. I, okay. Got it. Well, Steve, thank you for coming on. So uh, last second, especially. Uh, you saved us this week. Yeah, I got you. uh, Good luck on the other podcast. Yeah, I appreciate it. And yeah, let's let's do this again when the Sox are actually like back and like really cooking. Yeah, we can talk sports next time more than just like than like the team being terrible. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. All right, all right, later, guys. This was awesome. Later, guys. Take care.